Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Amy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yes, it's Monday. Are you not happy to be alive or you're not thankful to be alive? Absolutely. If you're not, you should be. Okay. Well, we are entering day three of the government shutdown. The government really shut down? I didn't notice. I'm going to be honest with you. You probably wouldn't, <laughs> unless you had somebody that was a government worker or somebody in your family that's not going to get paid until they reopen the government. It wouldn't really probably matter to you. The military is still effective, but I guess they're working uh, without pay until I kept, they come up with a resolution. I kept hearing about the government shutdown, but on Friday night, I was asleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday night, I went to the fight at the Barclays, and I went to go see Earl Spence put in that work uh, mm-hmm. with Showtime Boxing. Um, Sunday, I was... Watching playoff games, went to the gym. I just wasn't thinking about uh, the government being shut down. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things. A lot of people that it does affect because the women's march also happened over the. I weekend. saw the women's march. Women's march was popping. Wait, wait, but back to the shutdown. What does that mean? Like what shut down? Chick Fil A. It's like Chick Fil A being closed on Sunday. No. Oh. I think. <laughs> you think? Well, government workers right now just aren't getting paid until they come up with how they can resolve these issues, and it's really about immigration. Oh, government workers not getting paid? Yeah. They're, oh. not wor- they're not going to work. They're on furlough. But they don't get paid. Yeah, the mail still runs. No, the mail still, they, they still get your mail. They don't get paid leave? No. Wow. Mm. That's a problem. I didn't know they weren't getting paid. Yeah, they're shut down right now. Oh, wow. Non-essential, I think, uh, government employees. No. Why is the white man in the room mumbling? What, Steve? I don't know what he's mumbling. They're gonna, it- oh, they're going to get back pay? So, yeah, we'll see what happens. But it's, it's not good so for... So it's like an IOU. I'll give it to you when we got but it. But it's also that we have all these resolutions that we have to come up with because we have all these dreamers right now that we're trying to keep in the country, but they're not sure what the government wants to do. There are people that have been there since they were born, mm-hmm. you know, since they were really young, since one years old, two year old, and they might be sent back to wherever they're from. And this is all they know as home. So you could be here for 45 years and then get sent back to a place that you didn't grow up in that you're not familiar with. This is all too deep for me on a Monday morning. I just woke up an hour and a half ago. I need to have my green tea and my egg whites before we even start talking about things of this nature. Well, from Love and Hip Hop Miami, Amada La Negra will be joining us. Let's keep keep it at the low-hanging fruit for a second. Amada La Negra. Love and Hip Hop. Amada La Negra. She'll be in the building, so we'll kick it with her. Love and Hip Hop comes on every Monday, right? Yes. My my brain can handle that. My brain can handle that. Also, the shy was on last night. I'm sure everybody watched. I missed the shy the last show. night. I, I didn't miss it. I love it. Listen. And Lena Waite said you got to watch the show. I, I've promised. been watching. I just missed it last night. After after all the NFL games, I just passed out. I was thinking about this last night when it comes to shows like The Shy. Like, I still like appointment television. Meaning right. That I still like uh, tuning in to Showtime at 10 o'clock to watch The Shy. Right. I don't be feeling that urge or that uh, sense of urgency when the shows are on Netflix. 
Because I know I can watch him at any moment. Anytime, exactly. Are you going to boycott Netflix because of Monique? Absolutely not. Monique's kind of, Monique's just a tad bit delusional. But we'll talk about that later. And and we got got front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Um, We are going to talk about the government shutdown, and we'll be talking about the Women's March returning this year and all the different places that it was. 200 different marches at once. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. He got to be top three white men ever. Yeah. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, Charlemagne is talking about Tom Brady. That's and I, right. And I hate the Patriots. I'm I'm a person that respects the Patriots, but f the Patriots. I hate the Patriots and I hate the Eagles. But but it's all jealousy, envy, and hate because I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. I wish my franchise was that good. I'm a Giants fan. But well, Tom get, Brady got to be top three white men ever. Let's get in the front page news. Ever founding fathers, everybody. He got to be top three. Now the Patriots beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 24-20. They were down the whole game. Until that fourth quarter, and Tom Brady just clicked the switch, and it was over. We're not putting this in perspective because we're still in the moment. Tom Brady is 40 years old. Yes. The degree of danger and difficulty in football and the fact that he's been to eight Super Bowls is unreal. Football is not like any other sport. It's not like basketball. Right. It's not like baseball. It's dangerous. It's difficult. He's been there eight times in one five. And he's he plays 40. hard. He gets sacked. He, he gets hit. He's not afraid. He's My left knee pops right now when I just walk. Okay. Tom Brady's 40, mm. and he's out there balling at a high level. Unreal. And the Philadelphia Eagles washed the Vikings last night, 38-7. So the Super Bowl will be in two weeks. Of course, the Patriots versus the Eagles. Now let's talk about, uh, what do you want to talk about? The government shutdown first? Well, yeah, the government shutdown. They are going to have a vote today at noon to figure out what they're going to do, see if they can come to some type of agreement to reopen the government. The reason you probably didn't notice it also with the federal employees not working is because it was over the weekend that this happened, Friday at midnight. So a lot of people would have been off anyway. So it's not that visible when much of the federal workforce was off over the weekend, but they are having this vote at noon. Now, uh, obviously, the Democrats are blocking the spending bill over disagreements on different issues, most notably what's going to happen to the young people who are affected by DACA, by that program. So right now, the Democrats want something tangible, but the Republicans don't want to give them that. Now, Donald Trump himself has been very confusing about this issue. Just last year, he talked about protecting immigrants brought to the United States illegally as children. He called them incredible kids. And he also, in the past couple of weeks, has told lawmakers privately that he wants to strike a deal to extend legal status to the Dreamers. But now his advisor, his chief of staff, they made it clear that that compromise was not really being offered because they want to have stiffer immigration restrictions. So that's one of the reasons why our government has shut down and they haven't been able to come to an agreement on spending. Well, that's a good way to uh, ruin Donald Trump's one-year inauguration celebration. I'm sure he had one of those planned. Now, let's talk about the Women's March. Yeah, speaking of one-year inauguration celebration, uh, there was the Women's March. It's the anniversary. One year later, there were about 200 different Women's Marches, all in the midst of the whole Me Too movement, which is about sexual misconduct and women being able to really have a voice and talk about things that have been happening uh, since we can remember. Now, a lot of people were there, including Viola Davis, who had this to say. Speaking today... Not just for the Me Too's, because I was a Me Too. But when I raise my hand, I am aware of all the women who are still in silence. The women who don't have the money, and who don't have the confidence, and who don't have the images in our media that gives them a sense of self-worth enough to break their silence that's rooted in the shame of assault. 
Now, Common was also present at one of the marches, and here's what he had to say. The day the women took over, let it continue. Now women get paid as much as men do. Dr. Angelo looking from heaven's window, telling young girls phenomenal woman is in you. Body is a temple. Men don't pray. Mother Earth's arms around you saying it's okay. Toilet seats down. That's a no-brainer. Monuments in Washington of Fannie Lou Hamer. Harriet, Sojourner's Truth is marching on. Women preachers and world leaders ain't out the norm. All right, now Donald Trump tweeted out, beautiful weather all over our great country, a perfect day for all women to march. Get out there now to celebrate the historic milestones and unprecedented economic success and wealth creation has taken place over the last 12 months. No one tried to distract us from the Lowest government Lowest female unemployment in 18 years. So, of course, he tried to make it about him. What he didn't realize was this was pretty much kind of against Donald Trump and things that have happened. Mm-hmm. Now, after the Women's March, he said, watch protests yesterday, but was under the impression that we just had an election. Why didn't these people vote? Celebs hurt cause badly. <laughs> oh, we right. just had an election. What was the I election? What, what I miss? talking about. My goodness. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Or maybe you had a great weekend and you want to tell us why you're blessed. Phone lines free, are wide feel open. Feel free to hate on the Patriots. You know what I'm saying? All Patriots hate is welcome because I respect them, but F them. Okay? You can, you can respect something and still hate it. 800-585-1051 is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? It's a black man. It's a black man. Oh, what's up? It's a black man. How you doing? Hey, hey, Angela, how are you? That's my friend on Twitter. Okay, I wanted to tell y'all why I'm mad this morning. I'm mad because uh, I've been following the uh, the Offset story for a while. Mm-hmm. And I heard Offset, and I heard his explanation about how he didn't know what the word queer means. So I kind of get it. I mean, it's a, it's a bad explanation, but I kind of get it. But the reason why I'm mad is because uh, I was on Twitter all last week and I see a whole lot of people saying that gay people are offended by everything and how gay people need to move on. But the same black people that were saying that just two weeks ago was saying boycott H&M. I mean, could you imagine how black people would react if Tommy Loren got on Twitter and said that black people was offended by everything? I feel like if you're not a part of the community, you shouldn't tell people what they should and should not be offended by. I, I agree with you to a certain extent, but that word queer is a shaky word, though, because, you know, a, 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 accordingly, queer is not a slur anymore. And queer does mean strange and it does mean odd. So, I right. mean, Offset did use it in context. I mean, yeah, but if you act theory or if you Google it, it'll say weird, and then number two, it says gay. I mean, I mean, he said he was using it in the context of just being like a weirdo, and it rhymed. I mean, yeah, but uh, the Migos have a history of uh, of being low key homophobic. Do they? So, Do they? Uh, yeah, I mean, according, like, according, to, according to gay people, I mean, I, I just think that homophobic, that word homophobic is thrown around, like, really loosely nowadays. Well, it's a black man. You're right. I cannot tell you what to be offended by and what not to. Correct. As a Thank black you. man. That's all I wanted to yes, my name on Twitter. And, uh, oh, oh, I'm about to say, what? <laughs> Thank you, man. <laughs> like, what? Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Hit us up right now if you need to vent. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Yo, MV. What's Big up? Chocolate Toe Sucker, man. I want to talk about Monique losing her damn mind. Did you say your name is Big, Big Chocolate? Chocolate Toe Sucker? Yeah, yeah. Talking about Monique lost her damn mind on TMZ. Talking about Netflix. Boycott Netflix. She didn't want to uh, accept $500,000. Talking about uh, um, Amy Schumer got $2 million, $3 million. Why uh, well, Amy got $13 million. Right. Whatever it was. Right, right, right. I hear you. But, I mean, is she, is she crazy? I mean, is she crazy? You got the um, average comedians like me trying to make it up. Wait, okay. Here, average Big chocolate toe sucker. I'm not going to say she's crazy. I'm not going to say she's crazy. I'm not going to say she's crazy. But, no, you got to think about that. Think about how it looks to a per- Think about how it looks to a person trying to come up when they see somebody asking you to boycott because they didn't get a half a million dollars. Think about that. No, no. They, yeah, was only they were offered, offered a half a million, million. Oh, well, Yeah, they got offered as much. But, well, but, we're going to talk all about this in the rumor report. So mm-hmm. what are you saying? Don't boycott? I, I, you know, don't, don't boycott. Right. I mean, she lost her damn mind. I mean, the average person out here struggling paycheck to paycheck. Yes. You don't want $500,000, babe. Get your toes up, have a stiff drink, and relax. Take the $500,000. Wow. You're not a leading up. actress like Amy Schumer. You're a supporting actress. Yeah, Amy nothing about race like the TMZ cats said. Go to another network. Well, I'm not going to say that I don't think Monique deserves more than that because she is a veteran. Yeah, but she don't deserve $13 million. But we're going to talk about it some more. Don't worry about it. Absolutely. Yeah, that was the thing. And she's like, oh, I've been in the game longer than uh, than, uh, Amy Schumer. I deserve that. Amy is still hotter than you right now. Amy was on a world tour in 2016. Think about that. She she was on a world tour that she sold out. It's not like Netflix is just pulling numbers out of the sky. And we forget about bidding wars. We forget that it's all of these different content creators bidding for these people's services. So, of course, Netflix is going to shoot high. Who was bidding for Monique's stand-up special? I don't know. (laughs) Come on. Hello, who's this? I'm going to tell you why I'm mad this morning. Yesterday was my deceased husband's birthday, so I'm baking cakes, hanging out with the kids he left behind. I get this text in my phone talking about, bitch, I'm going to spit on you and your kids. What? I've been up, yes, I've been up since yesterday, 2 a.m., or today, 2 a.m., contemplate, should I go to work today or should I go beat the brakes off this girl? Who said that? Somebody in my family. It's a shame how your family family do you. She might need a beating, but you need to go to work, work, though. You need to go to work. You can't be beat and put your I hands on somebody. It. You got to raise them kids. I know, but God dang, you don't call nobody something you're going to spit on them and, and your kids. That's yes. unacceptable. So let me ask you a question. You just going to let her punk you like that? What else, what else happened? Are you just going to leave it at that? Don't do that. No, no, because we've been beefing since July. It's on the popping. Like, when you got unruly family members in your family and they're young, some of you older relatives got to check these little kids and let them know everybody ain't playing. I'm going to be honest with you. It ain't about you, but she did threaten the kids now. Okay. She threatened and the kids. I to comment on your topic. That happened to me. My dude had a baby on me. What? Our kids is 10 months apart. Wow. That's forever messed up our relationship. If like, God, we still be trying to rock, but it ain't working. If God tells your spirit to move on that young lady, I understand, because she did threaten the kids. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I got something for her. No, no, no. Go to work. She <laughs> wants you to do that. Why not just call the police on her? Because the, they never take her. I don't know what kind of credit she got with them. They'll come cuff her and let her go. Well, I definitely she would, get a, I would definitely get a restraining order. So in case something goes down, 
She's the one that's going to get arrested. Yeah, well, she's picking at everybody. I mean, oh, my God. All we can do is pray for the uh, youth. And rest in peace to one of my homies. She just passed away. I want to say rest in peace. She was good to me and my kids on a brighter note. But right, I'll be blessed this morning. I appreciate y'all letting me get my thoughts out. Bye. Wow. Wow. I'm glad she got a chance to vent. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way, E? Yes, I mean, let's get right into it. Let's talk about Monique and her asking us to boycott Netflix because of the lowball offer she says that they gave her. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Monique. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Monique is asking for her fans to boycott Netflix, and that's because of gender and a racial bias. Now, she talks about the fact that Amy Schumer got $13 million for her Netflix comedy special. But Amy Schumer's a woman. Dave, Dave Chappelle, well, gender and race bias, she's saying. Mm-hmm. Also, because she's white. Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock They're got black, $20 though. million for theirs. Now, here is what she had to say. I am asking that you stand with me and boycott Netflix for gender bias and color bias. I was offered a $500,000 deal last week to do a comedy special. However, Amy Schumer was offered $11 million, Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle $20 million. Then Amy Schumer went back and renegotiated $2 more million because she said I shouldn't get what the men are getting, they're legends, however I should get more and Netflix agreed. When we asked Netflix to explain the difference, why the money was so different, they said, well, we believe that's what Monique will bring. I don't understand how she's claiming race and gender bias when Chappelle and Rock, two black people, both got paid and Amy Schumer is a woman, she got paid. Maybe she needs to be more specific and say bias against black women. Well, we know yeah. we know what she meant. No, I don't. Yeah, I understood. I, I understood what she was saying. She was saying because they're men, they got offered more and because Amy Schumer was white, she got offered more. Now, here's the issue, though. Uh, Chris Rock uh, was in a position, and Amy Schumer, they had specials on HBO, so it was kind of a negotiation to get their deal over at Netflix instead of HBO. And Amy Schumer also did have a, a entire tour that was sold out. She sold yes. out the garden. It's all, listen, like, Angela's right. It's I think all, it's drawing power. It's, that's all it is. It's just that simple. It, now, do is, I think that 500000 is low? Yes, but I also feel... what, though? Because we don't know what everybody else is receiving. There's tons of stand-up specials on Netflix. that You can always look at the top tier and say, yeah, Amy made this, Chris made that, Dave made that. But what did D-Ray Davis get? I mean, they give you the money based on what they feel you're going to bring in. What did Ali Wong get? Right. They they give you that money based on what you're going to bring in. And and I love Monique, but you you can't... She's not on the level of Dave Chappelle or Chris Well, she does. I don't know that she thinks she should have gotten paid when they got paid. I I think she just felt like 500000 was low. And I do feel like if you think it's low, then somebody has to negotiate or you can always turn the deal down. Now, she also did put out her last special. It was self-produced. She did it on Amazon, and she put it out herself. And what did those numbers do? do? Oh, they didn't release those numbers. And and also, man, you know, prior to these Netflix specials, uh, Dave, Chris, and Amy, they were on the road selling out shows. Why are we acting like Netflix don't look at things like ticket sales? And I'm sure that it was bidding wars for all of these people comedy specials. It wasn't just Netflix at the table. I'm sure it was HBO at the table and Showtime and every other content provider. And while we we may not be the biggest... Amy Schumer fans, you know, she does have some big movies that were out. Like She was on a world tour. She had a number one movie train wreck, a number one book on the New York Times bestsellers list. Like, this is a what are you doing for me right now kind of Now, Wanda Sykes did support Monique because she did say that, you know, she tweeted out to Monique, thank you for speaking out. Netflix offered me less than half of your 500000 I was offended but found another home. And that's fine to be offended by an offer and go ahead and say, you know what, I'm not doing it. Yeah, you find another place to go. I agree with that. And I do feel like 500000 was 
a low number. How much would you would you have given Monique in 2018? I mean, in comparison, maybe I would have given her two million. Two million to who though? In comparison to who? This is still a business. This is not charity. We're not gonna give it away. If if she can make it back, then yeah. I mean, we got to look at the numbers and see if she's out there on the tour. But I think I think, I think Monique is funny. But I do understand that she's an Oscar winner and all of that. That don't matter. But I do feel like I do feel like she has to get it up more because she hasn't been doing a lot lately. I just it's drawing power. It's, it's all it about drawing power. I think it's wrong for Monique to turn this into something about race and gender bias when it's really just based on her current value in the marketplace. But the fact that Wanda's also in agreement with her and she's another Wanda's the same. What's Wanda's current value Wanda's in the marketplace? The same. We haven't seen Wanda in a long she's time. She's not blackish. Okay, so is Dion Cole. Yeah, he's pretty funny. He probably would have got offered more than um, five hundred. We don't 000. know that. We're just th- we're saying that, but we don't know that. But uh, let's get into this next. And um, here's what Tony Rock, by the way, had to say about Monique. It's poor comedy etiquette. It's poor people etiquette to count anybody else's money. You get your weight up. You get your check to say what you want your check to say. Monique ain't been on stage in how, how how long? And you can't stand up any type of thing you could stop doing and then just jump right back in your same spot. Right, right, We've right. seen a lot of comics that stop doing stand-up and try to get back to doing stand-up at the level they were, and it just don't work. It has nothing to do with who's funnier. It's about who's selling out at a high who's level. Oh, exactly. And all of those people, Dave, Chris, Amy, they are selling out on top of the fact that, you know, guys like Dave and Chris are legends and household names. So no one here is boycotting Netflix, I take it. Absolutely not. Netflix no. is on my remote <laughs> control. And Netflix gave no. Shonda Rhimes $100 million. And they were doing, they got a production deal over there, and she got some M's. So I don't I don't. Yeah, there's, listen, there's nothing wrong with saying that's not enough money for me. I'm not going to take this deal. Or saying, this is my number. If y'all can come up with that amount, then I'll do it. If not, I'm not into it. And there's how, nothing wrong with that. I wonder how much Cat Williams got. But I don't. I'm sure he got some. Like, I want to know the other. I want to know the numbers of the comedians who aren't. Ray Davis say I'm, I should shut up about my little five million. Then and you believe how to act black on Netflix? Now he said it on Baller Alert. Yeah, and you. He believe said it. next time I'm gonna get twelve. Okay. Get it, D-Ray. If you believe that D-Ray Davis got five million for a Netflix special, then I got an arena in uh, Brooklyn I want to sell you right now. I buy it. Okay. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. We'll tell you about the government shutdown. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, football. Have you watching? New England Patriots beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 24-20. Now, the Jaguars were up damn near whole game. And New England just came back. I, it was just, it's very hard to know. beat uh, one of the top three white men ever. Tom Brady is one of the top three white men ever. And I'm talking about the founding fathers. I'm talking about, you know, Albert Einstein. Like, Tom Brady's up there with those white men. You mm. know what I mean? It's hard to beat him. Okay, you got referees cheering with the team. <laughs> but I will say this, man. Uh... I respect the Patriots, but F the Patriots. But with the degree of difficulty and danger in football, for them to have gone to eight Super Bowls and mm-hmm. have won five, that's that's unreal. I've never seen anything like that. And I grew up in the era of the Bulls dynasty, but I've never seen anything like this Patriots situation. All right, and uh, also the Philadelphia Eagles beat Minnesota. They washed the Vegas 38-7. It didn't even look like a challenge. They were just having fun. I don't even, uh, and you know what, I'm happy for the, the Philadelphia Eagles, even though I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. I just don't see y'all beating God's... Other only begotten son, Tom Brady. I don't see it. I just don't see it happening. Bro. Yeah, me neither. I just don't see the white man allowing that. All right, now let's talk about this government shutdown. What does that mean for the, the people? The government is currently shut down. It's shut down on Friday at midnight. Today they're going to be talking at noon to try to come to some type of resolution. And the reason why it's really shut down is because Democrats want to make sure we protect the dreamers who are here in this country, and they still haven't come up with any plan for that. So what that means is if you're in the military, you still have to work. 
but you aren't getting paid right now. Now, will you get back pay? Possibly they have to vote on that. So they could retroactively pay you for the time that you were working unpaid right now. And uh, that means that the federal government is basically the federal workforce is shut down. But we knew about this over the weekend. This just happened on Friday night. So everybody would have been off anyway. So today's really the official first day that the federal workforce is shut down. So let's see if they come to a plan. A lot of distractions this weekend. You had the Women's March. Drake Mm -hmm. dropped two records. Mm -hmm. Great fights. uh, Showtime boxing Saturday at the Barclays. What else was happening this weekend? Shy came on, mm-hmm. playoff games. Mm-hmm. It was a I, lot going I on this weekend. I noticed the government was shut down. Yeah, the Women's March, by the way, also happened over the weekend in over 200 different cities. It's the second year of the Women's March in the middle of the Me Too movement, which is all about sexual misconduct and how women are treated in general in the workforce. Now, here's what Viola Davis had to say at the Women's March. I am speaking today not just for the Me Too's, because I was a Me Too. But when I raise my hand, I am aware of all the women who are still in silence. The women who don't have the money, and who don't have the confidence, and who don't have the images in our media that gives them a sense of self-worth enough to break their silence that's rooted in the shame of assault. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, Common was hey, also... To Viola Davis. Viola Davis be out here looking like a snack lately, by the way. And Common was also present. And here's what Common had to say at the Women's March. The day the women took over, let it continue. Now women get paid as much as men do. Dr. Angelo looking from heaven's window, telling young girls phenomenal woman is in you. Body is a temple. Men don't pray. Mother Earth's arms around you saying it's okay. Toilet seats down, that's a no-brainer. Monuments in Washington of Fannie Lou Hamer. Harriet, Sojourner's Truth is marching on. Women preachers and world leaders ain't out the norm. Common been using poetry to get panties for a long time. I wonder what, I bet you Common got a, he, he, he's the type to write a new poem for Valentine's Day every year. Are you mad at him? For a young lady. You used to do the same thing. You used I to never just, used to write no You poems. didn't write poetry, but you used to, but you used to steal poems. poetry. I never used to steal. I would always credit Maya Angelou. Don't you do me like that. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, <laughs> right? you, no, like you did not. Don't it's called like copy-paste. Don't do me like no, that. No, you did I not. I always would credit Maya Angelou. No, you did not. Don't do me like no, that. No, you He did would not. credit it up here, but he wouldn't credit it in the text In the text, messages. definitely didn't. That's not true. I would never even, I wouldn't even want to deal with a woman who, if I sent a Maya Angelou quote to, didn't know it was Maya Angelou. I'm pretty sure you have. Judging from some of the young ladies I've seen. I almost said this Igga's lying. I was so Pretty mad. Pretty sure. Like, lying over here. They didn't all know Listen, my I've, I've saved a lot of lives, okay? Right. People say, you know, you can't save these hoes. That's Jesus' job. But Charlemagne has a couple saves under his belt. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> if you wear pantyhose at the pool, you definitely... <laughs> See, y'all play too much. Y'all play too much. But, but those were my savage days. <laughs> there you go. Okay. You retired. I'm definitely retired. Jersey and the Raptors. Happily married, man. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, when we come back from Love & Hip Hop Miami, Amara La Negra. Very good, Envy. All right. I love it. When we come back, keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building from Love & Hip Hop Miami. Amara La Negra. Oh, that Amara was it. La Negra. Yes, you got it. You got it. Oh, man. I'm excited. I'm so excited to be here. I have to say it. Um, I've seen so many huge artists that I admire sitting in the same seat. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm here. I thought I had to have like at least 50 hits before sitting here. But I'm excited. So thank you for having me here well, today. Well, what are you? 
Huh? Like race wise. Oh, okay. <laughs> what am I? <laughs> yeah, like, what are you? No, I, <laughs> I'm I'm Dominican. Well, born and raised in Miami. My parents okay. are Dominican, and um, I'm obviously an Afro Latina. So yes. So what is an Afro Latina? I thought I thought that was half black. Have something else. That's what I thought it was too. Half I thought it was half Latino. black, half Latino. Well, the thing is that how how we see black here in the United States is different. You think black, you think African American. Right. See, for us in Dominican Republic, because we're all Dominican, you only have but to say you're black. I thought Dominicans didn't really mess with black and Puerto Ricans. I thought they just didn't want, they didn't want to be black and they didn't want to be Puerto Rican. And they didn't well, because be well, because if you're long. because if you're Puerto Rican, then that's what you are, and if you're Dominican, that's what you are. So Puerto you want to in the United you wanna, States, you want to you want to what you are, or where you, you come from. So that's pretty much what it is. I don't know how it be out here, but in Miami, everybody's pretty cool. You, you know, can always just say you're a Latino with an here. Afro. Yeah, I can say I'm Latino. I'm Latina with an Afro. Even if I had an Afro, I didn't have an Afro. I mean, I'm still Afro-Latina because I come from African descent. So that's what it is. And we had Dasha Polanco up here from Orange is a New Black. And she said she's Afro-Latina, too. And we had this whole discussion before yes. with her about what that is. I thought she had black and a little black. That's why she did that's that. That's what I thought, too. But, but no, 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 no. Afro yours? Like, or yeah, let's, get, let, let's, just, let's just start into that because I know that people ask me all the time. Yes, I naturally have an Afro. I enhance it by using extensions. Oh, okay. I enhance it by using extensions because it's kind of hard, obviously, to have a perfect afro 24-7. But I do have an afro. I love my fro. And um, I've changed up my look several times. If you look up on the internet, I've gone to straight hair, short hair, da-da-da. But I just feel more comfortable like this. I think it goes more with my personality. Okay. Now, let's talk about Love & Hip Hop Miami because that's how a lot of people were introduced to you. Even yes. though you've been doing this show business thing since Forever. you a child. Yes. And we saw that video also, which you had to post because people thought you were in blackface. Yo, this is so annoying. Yes. Yes, I know. There's oh, actually I saw those tweets. There's a com- there's actually a campaign online that um I'm actually not black by the way. Yes. So I it am, is blackface. Yes, I I do blackface and um I take melanin shots to uh be darker. And as a matter of fact, can you please rub me? I just I just want people to know that it says her hand by the is way. It coming off. <laughs> Is it coming off? Oh no, man! <laughs> so you take shots and you do dog face. I surely don't. Her legs are beige. No, her legs are beige. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, you know, it's really sad the fact that I even have to answer these questions. The fact that I have to feel as if I have to prove myself. Um, Because every single part of me is being questioned just because I feel that there's a lot of ignorance when it comes to the Afro-Latino. People don't understand. Even when I read comments, like, I never knew that there were black people that spoke Spanish. I'm like, where have you been living? Under a rock? Like, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, I can't even be mad at you because there really isn't a lot of Afro-Latinos doing anything on the entertainment. And if they are, they're really not talking about it. I grew up around a lot of Dominican people, so it's pretty normal to me. But I know that in a lot of places... People don't see that as much. I just feel that we come in so many shades. Like, mm-hmm. my mom is a little bit darker than you, but my father, it's very, very, very dark mm-hmm. and way darker than me. So, there, we come in so many different shades that it's like, why is it so hard for people to understand or accept me? Because I just feel like there's this there's standard of beauty in the entertainment industry that you have to look a certain type of way in order to be pretty. Your hair needs to be straight and silky in order to be pretty. Or if you're a Latina, you have to look like J-Lo, Sofia Vergara, Shakira. But when you look like me, oh, you're, you don't look Latina enough. What does that even mean? There isn't a Latin country that doesn't have people that look like myself. So why aren't we on magazine? Why aren't we on movies? Why aren't we? So it bothers me. I thought you were black until I heard you speak. But didn't your manager say you had to cut your hair? 
used to with that manager that said you it would Young be Hollywood you're if you did about. something different oh no no it wasn't, young, it wasn't my manager it was Young Hollywood so for those that haven't seen um, Love and Hip Hop mm-hmm. what really started it off was because I went to this producer named Young Hollywood and I asked him for guidance I was asking him to help me I'm, I'm known in the Latin market but I'm not known in the American Americans are you know are just getting to know me now mm-hmm. so I was asking him yo listen what do I have to do to get to the crossover help me find my sound and he didn't even ask me about my music. Let me hear what you do. It, w- it was nothing about that. The first thing, you know, originally before editing, it was like, yo, why is your hair so nappy like that? Like, what's wrong with it? They called it nappy. Should have told him suck you. I really should have. But it, at that moment, <laughs> because I was looking for help, I was like, let me not. Okay, maybe I'm misunderstanding what you're trying to say. So it was like, why is it like that? Uh, uh. Then it was like. You know, um, you need to be less Macy Gray and be more Beyonce. Um, you know, your hair isn't elegant. Mm-hmm. And then he called me a Nutella queen. And then it went into, all, yeah, a it Nutella got, queen. then it got worse. Damn, and it got worse. There was another episode where he said, um, you know, that puff, whatever it is on top of her head. And there was just so many things. Um, How'd you put up with that? You know what? Unfortunately, I almost feel that because I've heard it so many times. You know, there's this part of me that felt like, I don't even want to be mad at you. I, ju- I just feel like I should educate you about it. Like, I don't even want to be mad at you because at this point, he's getting death threats. And my biggest thing was, if you support me, please do not be the one to be like, oh, we're going to kick your ass. We're going to kill you. No, no, no. Not coming from my behalf. I'd rather you ought to be on his page and, you know, teach him, educate him on what Afro-Latinos are because God forbid something were to happen to him, I would feel awful because it's just that he's ignorant. The great yeah, thing about this is you really are bringing attention to it, though. Yes. Because this is something that people might not have known goes on in the music business. Right. And it's also great for other young girls who are seeing you as a role model right. and seeing a representation of themselves on television, somebody that can speak for them. And I love the fact that you have your own look. Yes. Instead of trying to just cater to what's out there already because mm-hmm. a lot of times people try to tell you, oh, you got to look this way, you got to oh look my God. that way. Yeah. But you stand out so much just because you don't look like everybody else. Yes. Thank you. You know what? And in, in the Dominican Republic, something that also happened on social media they've done blackface well a lot, a lot of dominicans have done blackface on me but in the because the history the um it, in america is different from afro latinos it's similar but different they don't see anything wrong with doing blackface like they'll be completely what do you mean doing blackface they'll be completely blue eyes blonde hair white and just paint their face black you posted a video of somebody that actually did that and said what do you guys think and that was just one there's a lot. Right. You don't look like a, like, I'm reading the tweet, it's like, oh, uh, this a Maryland Negro hoe looks like she has on blackface and trying too hard. A Maryland Negro looks like a white woman in blackface. Like, you don't look like a white woman to me. Well, because apparently my features don't match my color, whatever that means. What's well, that mean? I, well, you know what, most, what color eyes do you have? Gray. Gray eyes. Most people, you know, most of the time you don't see gray eyes with, with darker skin people. Is that true? But that is not true. Mm. That is not true. It, it depends where you're coming from. When you go to my country, there's so many different people that look like myself, different mm. shades, different features, that to me is not surprising. But out here, it's supposed to be like, oh my God, what species are you? You know, like but type of New thing. York, you, uh, New York is a million and one Dominicans. Exactly. So, like, you, so I guess it depends where you're coming right. from or what state you may come from that you may not be so versatile and see it. So, and even in the Latin community, which is my biggest issue coming from the Latin market into the American, I, I'll tell you something that happened that was really important in my lifetime that is the reason why I stand so hard for it. Mm-hmm. I went to do an audition for a, a Latin soap opera, and they told me I had a special look. Special look means you're black. So they said I had a special <laughs> look, and I was like, okay, cool. They're like, honestly, because you're so cool, I'm just going to tell you the truth. 
listen, if we have any roles like, you know, maybe like a prostitute or, oh, wow. uh, you know, a gangster a Bible oh or a gangster, or maybe if we do like a slave, maybe Whoa. like soap opera or something, wow. definitely you will have you in mind. And you should have told him that's not the way you treat special people. But at that moment, just to hear that, you don't even know how to react. You don't know if to be like, the fuck you just said to me right now? Like, you don't yeah. know. So it's it's really hard. No, We don't have Black Lives Matter movement. We don't have Martin Luther King's. We don't have Malcolm X. We don't have the voice, you see? But when we say we black don't have and, that. But when, when we say black and brown, the brown, like that, that's covering the Latinos. Yeah, black and brown, to me, we're all the same. We're, we're yeah. physically, well, the yeah. race, we, we're all the same. When we say black and brown, we talk about police brutality against black and brown people. Y'all are under the brown But do you feel umbrella, like it's colorism the within the Dominicans? I wouldn't say just, I wouldn't say the Dominicans, because I think that's very limited. I would say amongst the community, the Latin community, mm-hmm. there, there, there is. So I know that you guys defend us as well because obviously if a cop stops us, we all look the same. You, they, you can't Absolutely. tell the difference. So yes, but I'm saying as far as that Latin community itself, nobody really talks about it. We kind of just shut up and take it and just sit back. That's why nobody has ever really heard about us. All right, we have more with Amada La Negra. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club from Love and Hip Hop Miami. We have Amada La Negra in the building. Charlemagne, just simplify it for See. us. What exactly is the struggle that you're facing? The struggle is, um, I think it's almost it's it's very similar. Obviously, they'll always pick up. They'll always pick the lighter. You know, they'll always pick the ones that look like I said before, like JLo's and Shakira's and stuff before they look at us. Who cares if you're talented? Who cares if you're educated? You know, you're always going to be the last option. And that's that just so it's crazy just a symbol me, of beauty. I don't, I don't it's, see that. Like, I mean, yes. And I'm, I guess I'm uptown a lot. I'm in New York. But you don't least, see it where? I don't even see it I mean, in Hollywood no more. I feel like that. I feel like times have changed a lot. Uh, okay. But the same thing I, I go back to. For the most part, I'm coming from the Latin market okay. into the American. Mm-hmm. And this is the struggles that we have. Right. You can say you, sure you don't. not in your mind. We it's not because it's not because you yeah, can. But that's love and hip hop. That's a storyline. And who the f- is but young it's, Hollywood? But it's a true. <laughs> but it's a true. Yeah, but it's a true storyline. Like it's not even. We didn't have to fake it because it's the truth. Like if you sit down, I would love for you to Google right now. But besides the Latin soap opera, where else have you? There's no it? movies. There's no so, uh, soap operas. There's no magazines. There's there's just nothing. Mm. And if they do, they'll pick this one that's kinda. Well, what is Cardi B? Cardi B is Dominican, and I think she's Guy mixed Anise with or something. Or, or something. She's, she's mixed with something else. So how do you explain her? Cardi teeth was messed up. She came from the strip club. She yes, so-called ratchet and ghetto as hell, and now she's America's darling. You just said it. America's darling. But she, but she, she was our darling before America, so it's like... Well, okay, so, yeah, but at the end of the like day... We like Cardi. We like her. Like, yes, just like but I think people like she me. popped up in the American, not the Latin market. You guys don't and know now the Latin market is accepting her. Do you think she's lighter than you, too? Time out real quick. You said she popped off in the American market, not the Latin market, but you popped in the Latin market. And now you're I trying to pop in the American. I popped up in the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I reached out to certain places because okay. of the music. The music traveled. But it took me a really long time to make that one pop. So what she's saying, Charlamagne, is remember back in the days that people only wanted to see light-skinned R&B singers, female, and then... The dark skin kind of was... But who are these people she talking it? about? Because she already... You popped in the Latin mm-hmm. world. Now right. you're trying to pop in the American world. Cardi's popping in the American world. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of popping in the Latin yeah, world. Yeah, but, too, we, so but we, don't, we don't look the same. The concept is not the same. So you think it's the dark skin? 
Of course it is. I'm not even going to front. Issa Rae? How do you explain people? SZA? How do you explain those? But she's talking about the Latin market. I'm yeah, confused. yeah. So you're not Latin, so you don't listen to Latin music. Exactly. I, 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 I thought she's trying to break in America. I think for Amada, she's had it. America, <laughs> Americans will accept me easier than the Latin community would. So why do you, you care? Because so you matter the Latin community that's not accepting you. So let's say that you're Dominican. You're Dominican now. Hey, papi. Nah, hey. Hey. You got white jeans on. Wait, jeans on. Have to it. Hey. Hey. You're Dominican now. <laughs> right you now said? you're going to audition. <laughs> you're going to audition. No, I said DK. Oh, I thought you said TK. No, no. Hey, come on now. Okay, okay so All let's right. say that you're going to yeah. do, you're going to audition for uh, a movie or something. Okay. You're never going to get a role like the main cast member or anything like that. You'll be the gangster, the raper. You'll be kind of those roles. Okay. So then here's where... You're not going to be the heart throughout the So basically, the if, we, if I was Dominican, he was Dominican, I'd get the role because I'm lighter and he's darker. I mean... Well, we're the same complexion now. But so I, the struggle you're facing is from your own you know people. Lem- yeah. I'm talking, okay. I'm talking about Afro-Latinos. It's not even a Dominican thing. It's, I'm talking about... Because in Cuba, there's African... There's mm-hmm. Afro-Latinos. Guatemala, Chile, Honduras, Ecuador. There's so many of us. Okay. So then that's just really the issue. You know, I just feel... And, and even looking at social media and, and reading the comments, I know that I'm not the only one because everybody is now talking about it. And they're like, we felt it. We just didn't want to say anything. We've kind of felt comfortable staying in the, in the shadows. I don't. Like, I don't care. And honestly, you have to take the good with the bad. And a lot of people obviously are, you know, backlash or whatever, whatever. And I'm cool with it. I'm willing to take it because somebody has to. So basically, dark-skinned Dominicans are the black people of their yeah, community. Yeah, n- not less. I don't even want to make it about Dominicans. Afro-Latinos. Afro-Latinos, yes. So the dark-skinned Latinos that are your complexion are the black people of your the Latino community. Yes, we are. Okay. We are. Our race and it is, is black. it is a huge topic, as you know, because right. when Young Hollywood was talking to her and told her to change her look and she, her hair needed to be silkier uh-huh. and all of that, right. it turned into a huge topic because it has been something that's been pervasive in the Afro-Latino community. And not only that, but once they also saw that African-Americans were like, we feel where you're coming from right. as well, a lot of then people, it made me feel like, okay, so I'm not the only one. Mm-hmm. And then... um. Then I also saw Latinas that were like, oh, you know what? In some way, somehow, we understand what you're coming from because we've been through it. So they just became like, I don't want to call it a movement, but it kind of became a movement. Like, everybody's talking about it. And I'm grateful that we are because I just think that we need to discuss certain things. And we need to give people, you know, we need to give opportunities to people that look like myself to really be judged off their talent and their knowledge, not based off the way that they look. Whether my hair is like this, short, long, straight, whatever it is, it's my choice. I shouldn't feel obligated to change the way that I am or the way that I look to please anybody else or to fit the standards of what beauty should be. I, like he said, more Beyonce, less Macy Gray. Like, what does that even mean? It means nothing, absolutely. And I really don't think it means nothing in this era because you see so many different shades of woman popping off, especially in 2017. Right. I feel the same way, but unfortunately, if you sit down with a big community or even log in and read all the comments, you would you would see that apparently it still is a problem. Social media is not always the real world, though. Let's stop. It, like, we got to stop acting like it. I don't have to really consider myself off <laughs> social media. I pass by the airport and I'll have people coming to me like, thank you for talking about it. Thank you for being our voice. Thank you for saying something. I'm an artist. I do music. And now, you know, real soon you guys are going to hear my new music. And we're really going to do this the right way. And I just don't want to tell everybody to concentrate all the time of Amara, you know, she's Afro-Latina and this, and she's doing blackface and da-da-da-da-da. Like, there's just so much more to me. Of course. Okay, because I I I hear the buzz about your name. I'm I'm wondering if it's from the show or because of the music. Um... 
I, I guess right now, because of mm -hmm. what happened, is based off because of the show. Um, and like I said, it's only been like the third episode. But, you know, I, I do do music. I've had many records. But now I'm doing more Americanized music, which af obviously after being signed, you guys will hear. Billboard it, it, is calling you a breakout oh. star, too. Amen. And that's yes. from Billboard. And that's because of the music. Right. Not because of the show. Right. How do you think you can change colorism? Or change the conversations about colorism. Like, what do you hope to accomplish through all of this? I I had a viewing party recently, and this little girl, like six years old, came to me literally crying. I have it on tape where she's like, you know, I don't think I'm beautiful. And she's like, because the white people don't like you, and they don't like me either. Who gives a f what white people I, like? In her eyes, she's like five, six years old, is how she views it. Mm -hmm. So it made me feel like this is really an issue. Like, she's five, six years old crying because she feels that people that have different shades of color or whatever don't like her, don't accept her. So it makes me feel like, you know what, you really need to be vocal. And, and, not, and not just show the world, but show the new girls coming up and the, and the little kids, too, in general. You know what, you are beautiful. Love your color. Love your skin. Embrace that. Don't let anybody make you feel as if you're not beautiful, as if you're not good enough. Especially so, white people. Especially they, anybody. No, but especially white Nobody. people. Nobody. That's what they do. They've been trying to psychologically break us down for the longest, and that's why a lot I of never want to say it's just now. white because it could be white, it could be Latino. Amongst the Latinos, a lot of people be saying, "Oh, don't get with the black man because we need to better the race." Like, there's a lot of of things like that that I've heard right. so many no, times. I agree with you, but I think that a lot of these uh, and Asian, it's just so it's so broad, it's so open that I hate to just say it's the white people, it's the this. No, a lot it's, of these depictions of our image started way back a long time okay, ago. Okay, you want to go whoa, that, that's why like that's that. why in the dictionary everything white is pure and and everything black is evil the black plague and you know black licorice and black jelly beans are disgusting but white is so pure and so angelic no i why hear you King junior said that himself i hear you yes this is, you this is deeper than just so I, something I, that we started so you see what i'm saying so yeah. you see why i'm so passionate about it because it's beyond me mm -hmm. it's really about a whole community of people that feel a certain type of way that we just need to be vocal and support each other like who gives a f how you look i'm going to treat you based off how you treat me your personality uh, like you know what i mean so that's how i feel that i can make a change right. obviously i'm excited about my music i'm excited where my career is going i am so thankful with my whole team i'm thankful with you guys for allowing me to use this amazing platform you know what i mean this is like huge being here oh my god i want to touch it you know thank you so much for having <laughs> me here it means a lot to me it's funny to you because you do this every day mm -hmm. but for people that watch you on tv on their phones on the internet being here next to all of you guys it's really big i am happy that you appreciate oh. the platform most deaf thank you for and having start me a conversation i'm sure a lot of people are gonna yeah be a lot of people will this, weigh so. in thank you all right well we have amara la negra yes good job all right from love and hip-hop and <laughs> it's the breakfast how do you say breakfast club in spanish eh, el, el grupo de desayuno el grupo de desayuno good morning the Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Hey. Good morning. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Jabber's Fitty. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, things got a little bit crazy over the weekend with Ja Rule versus 50 Cent. Now, it all started with 50 Cent doing an interview. He was with O'Shea Jackson Jr. on Big Boy's radio show, and here's what happened. One time, we was on an airplane together. We, had, we rode the airplane. I forgot where, where we was at, but we came on, and he was on the 
Is that awkward? Uh, in, in 2018, if you've seen Ja Rule, it's not like some on-site type I don't of stuff, put right? In the okay. The, the airport, as soon as you get to the airport, it becomes a federal. All right. Well, Ja Rule, I guess, uh, got wind of this interview, and he starts tweeting, fun hip-hop fact, 50 Cent is a vagina. And then he said, yo, Shay Jackson Jr., stay sucker free. My brother 50 Cent ain't killing nothing, ain't letting no nothing die. I smell, is that you, Fifth? And he said, let's be clear, I mind my business, but for some reason 50 keeps my name in his mouth. I think he'd rather have my D in his mouth. And then he said, he called him a hashtag tickle booty. And then somebody said, you sure you want to do this? Do you remember what happened last time? Jairo responded, yeah, I do. 50 Cent got beat up, stabbed, and shot. What do you remember? First of all, everybody's too old for this, number one. Number two... <laughs> I think that when you call another man tickle booty, you might be dissing yourself more than you dissing that other man. Tickle booty? Why is that dissing yourself? That's not a war cry. Like, it's all good. Tickle booty? You tickle booty. Tickle booty, wait till I see you in these streets. <laughs> what? <laughs> that, that don't sound crazy to nobody but me? Tickle booty? I guess, he was, I guess he was saying that because at one time didn't uh, Vivica, Vivica Fox say something? I'm not. I don't know why he, he said it. Because he did say this is how Vivica Fox used to do 50 Cent tickle booty as little boy. That didn't look crazy when y'all was reading those tweets when he was, uh, y'all was going hard and then he put hashtag tickle booty. <laughs> <He actually laughs> the whole thing Come seemed on, crazy man. to me. Tickle booty. They, these guys have been beefing I've been a long, alive a long time. time. I ain't never seen nobody about to go to war with someone and say, yeah, tickle booty, it's on now. <laughs> tickle booty. These guys are beefing alone. They're going to be 90 beefing. Wheelchairs, all that beefing. So, yeah, that happened. Uh, and it was an ongoing thing for a couple of days. All right. <laughs> Tracy Ellis Ross. Now, what happened with Blackish? There were some conversations that she was saying that she deserved to get paid the same as her co-star, Anthony Anderson. Anthony Anderson also is executive producer on the show, though. So I think just for the acting part of it, she wants equal pay. Well, she posted, there's been a lot of conversation and speculation the last few days regarding my Blackish salary. I was in a renegotiation. Like many actors find themselves in during the fourth season of a successful show, I wanted to be compensated in a way that matches my contribution to a show I love for many reasons, including the opportunity it allows me to shape what it fit, what it's to be a fully realized black woman on TV. The words and thoughts that were in the original article that started this public conversation were not mine. There were never any threats. I wish I would have been called by the reporter to confirm that. Having had my renegotiation become a public conversation was awkward, but I'm grateful for the outpouring of support. Yeah, she gonna get her money. She deserves it too. Drop on the clues bounce with Tracy Ellis Ross. Right, so she wasn't saying she's leaving Blackish. She wasn't saying she's gonna do less episodes. They gonna pay her. She's just renegotiating it. Yeah, this is the fifth. I got. I told y'all this on Friday. When you do these deals with these TV networks, it's a three to five year deal. She's on her fourth year, about to be in her fifth. She's gonna get paid. She's renegotiating her contract. All right. She gonna get her money. Now Kanye West and Kim Kardashian have revealed their third child's name. And that baby's name is Chicago West. So they revealed that on Twitter on Friday. Okay. Congrats to them. They said her nickname is going to be Shy. That's a cool name. I mean, but some some cities have sound better as a name. Like, I think Brooklyn is a better sounding Brooklyn. name than Chicago. That's my daughter's name. Envy has a Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised they didn't name the baby Calabasas. But Chicago's cool. It's Calabasas. Whatever. My friend, uh, her daughter's name is Harlem. Harlem's Harlem nice. is a nice name. Harlem is a dope name. Paris works with me. London. Paris is dope. Paris is good. You have London a London. Is dope. I got a London, too. London yeah. is dope. Yeah, there you go. So, Chicago. That's the only Chicago we'll know, I guess. I don't know anybody else named Chicago. Now they got to take her to Chicago. She, mm -hmm. has to, she has to actually visit the city. You mm -hmm. can't have that name and have never been to the place. And the person who has the Twitter handle, Chicago West, is saying that they're willing to just hand over that Twitter handle to Kim and Kanye. He said selling it just seems kind of wrong. Why? 
I know. <laughs> Why? I might have would sold it. Chicago, <laughs> if that's the case, then the, the city of Chicago should be uh, trying to get some, some money, too. Like, what's <laughs> right? Chicago West. Chicago. And congratulations to Ed Sheeran. He is engaged. Him and his longtime girlfriend, Cherry Seaborn, got engaged right before the new year. Nope. He posted that on Instagram with a picture of the two of them. He said, got myself a fiancé just before New Year. We are very happy and in love, and our cats are chuffed as well. Drop on the clues, mom, for Ed Sheeran. That's my guy. Congratulations, sir. He actually did an interview with Zane Lowe on Beats 1. He said, this has been the first time I've ever actually had the time to fall in love properly. I've always got into relationships very passionately. I'm a redhead and also Irish. He said he's also ready to start a family. He said, I'm ready. Let's go. Tour bus babies, little fat chubby babies that just walk around. Man, we'll take the condom off. You know what it is. Uh, it might be off. Uh, people act like they're ready to have kids. You ready to have kids? You know what to do to get those. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. Thank you, Miss Yee. Shalabang. Yes, sir. Who are you giving that down to? I need uh, I need Monique to come to the front of the conversation. Oh, here we go. No, it's just, it's just a moment to teach. It is. It's not, not nothing slander. There's no slander involved. Okay. All right. We'll give it to Monique when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Donkey of the day. Donkey of the day, Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being donkey of the day is a little bit of a mixed one. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Now I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Yes, Donkey of the Day for Monday, January 22nd goes to the legendary Monique. She is a legend. We're not going to take that away from her. Drop one of the clues bombs for Monique, okay? Now, if you haven't heard, Monique is calling for a boycott of Netflix claiming race and gender bias because she was offered a half a million dollars to do a comedy special, and she feels like that was too low. Let, let, let's hear what she had to say. I am asking that you stand with me and boycott Netflix for gender bias and color bias. I was offered a $500,000 deal last week to do a comedy special. However, Amy Schumer was offered $11 million, Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle $20 million. Then Amy Schumer went back and renegotiated two more million dollars because she said, I shouldn't get what the men are getting, they're legends, however, I should get more, and Netflix agreed. When we asked Netflix to explain the difference, why the money was so different, they said, well, we believe that's what Monique will bring. We said, well, what about my resume? They said, we don't go off of resumes. Then we asked them, what was it about Amy Schumer? And they said, well, she sold out Madison Square Garden twice, and she had a big movie over the summer. Is that not Amy Schumer's resume? And then Netflix said, by the way, we believe Monique is a legend too. Why shouldn't I get what the legends are getting? Please stand with me in this boycott of Netflix. I love us for real. First of all, uh, I don't understand how she's claiming race and gender bias when Chappelle and Rock, two black people, both got paid. And Amy Schumer is a woman. She got paid. Maybe she needs to be more specific and say bias against black women. But it's all kind of contributing factors that go into these people getting this money and Monique got and Monique not getting this money, okay? Number one, this is a what-are-you-doing-for-me-right-now kind of industry. I'm not about to give you millions of dollars based off an old resume. Yes, we understand Monique is Monique, okay? I hear a lot of people saying, Dave Chappelle got $20 million from Netflix and he hasn't been for been around for years. Not true. Okay, Dave came back in 2014 and hit the road. He was selling out Radio City Music Hall back then. He hosted SNL. It was one of the highest rated SNLs of all time. So when Network C, it's still a demand for Chappelle. On top of the fact he's a legend, then it becomes a bidding war between all these networks. And that's probably why Netflix had to cut the check like that. Same thing with Chris Rock. He's been on the road selling out shows across the world for his Total Blackout tour. He's got a relationship with HBO. So I know that, I know they came at Chris with an offer, okay, with a high number. So Netflix had to compete. So another bidding war happens, okay, on top of the fact he's on the road selling out theaters. On top 
of the fact he's Chris Rock, that's why those numbers get so high. Amy Schumer, I don't find her funny at all. Okay, she's got me blocked on Twitter right now because I've said things like that, all right? But you foolish people have to understand funny has nothing to do with it. Amy sold out a worldwide tour in 2016, a number one movie with train work, uh, a New York Times best-selling <laughs> book, and she had a special on HBO. So I'm sure HBO tried to get her new special as well. So it creates yet another bidding wall on top of the sold-out shows around the world, on top of the movies and books and the brand of Amy Schumer. And, you know, Amy being white hot right now, that's why they get these high numbers. Yes, Monique is Monique. We understand she's a legend. But you're not just negotiating based off your old resume. You're based off your current market value. Okay? Now, I was also watching Monique on Sway's show. Drop one of the clues bombs for Sway. All right? Let's listen to the comment Monique made on Sway's show. This is where Monique feels she stands in this comic ecosystem. Listen. I couldn't accept that low offer because if I did, I couldn't sleep at night because I am the most, and I say this humbly, I am the most decorated comedian alive. But if I accepted $500,000, what does Tiffany Haddish have coming? What does the black female comedian have coming? Because what they will say is, Monique accepted this and she's got that. All right. Let, let's unpack that. All right. First of all, uh, Tiffany Haddish is red hot right now. All right, she would make a lot more for a stand-up special from any network than a half a million. I guarantee that. I guarantee Tiffany is getting paid more for her upcoming Groupon Super Bowl commercial than Monique got offered to do stand-up, okay? Why? Because Tiffany is hot right now, so I'm sure she would get offered more, but that's neither here nor there. Let's focus on just this one part. Play, play this one part. I am the most decorated comedian alive. Hmm. Monique, if you said that in the Netflix offices, I'm shocked the executives didn't die of laughter, okay? Most decorated comedian alive. I just simply wish Sway would have asked her how. Why do you feel that way, Monique? What are the decorations for a comedian? I would think it's ticket sales, right? So what are some of the highest grossing stand-up films of all time? Well, if you look at the list, you see Kevin Hart laughing my pain. You see Martin Lawrence, you so crazy. You see Richard Pryor here and now, but he's dead. So let's keep it to the alive ones. You see the original Kings of Comedy. All of them are alive, except for Bernie Mac. Uh, you see Eddie Murphy Raw on there. You see Martin and Kevin on there again. Martin's on there for Run Tell That. Kevin's on there for Let Me Explain. I'm just trying to figure out what are the decorations because, you know, is it because Monique has an Academy Award? Well, she didn't win that for comedy, but we can discuss that. Whoopi Goldberg is a comedian. She has an Emmy, an Oscar, a Grammy, a Tony. Jamie Foxx is a comedian. He has an Oscar. I'm just seriously trying to figure out what mo makes Monique the most decorated comedian alive. Why do people just say things as if we can't look up records and numbers to see that none of this adds up? What makes her the most decorated comedian alive? Is it the Parkers? The Parkers wasn't the Cosby Show. The Parkers wasn't Martin. The Parkers wasn't Seinfeld. The Parkers wasn't Chappelle Show. The Parkers wasn't The Living Color. I'm just really trying to figure out what makes her the most decorated comedian alive. I have no problem with someone being confident because Bernard Hopkins once said, if you don't know your value, somebody will tell you your value and it will probably be less than your worth. I totally agree with that. So if Monique feels Netflix lowballed her, cool. Simply take your talent somewhere else and prove them wrong by getting what by getting what you feel you're worth. But when you go other places and they offer you close to the same amount, are you going to accuse everyone of race and gender bias? Look, we all know that racial bias and gender bias exist. We all know that the wage gap between men and women is real. But this isn't one of those times. This is simply a matter of who's hot, who's not. Market value isn't just based on what you did. It's based on what you did lately. And more importantly, based on what you're doing right now. Please give Monique the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons, please. please. Oh, now you are the donkey <laughs> of the day. 
right. Uh-huh. And by the way, Donkey of the Day is always up for discussion. If you think I'm wrong, pl- please show me. Don't tell me how you feel, by the way. Because don't, don't tell me, oh, because I, I feel she's funnier than Amy Schumer. Yeah, she's funnier than Amy Schumer. But funny don't got nothing to do with it. This is about numbers. Well, let's open up okay. the phone lines. Let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. Do you think Monique is right? Do you think Monique deserves as much as Amy Schumer? Closer to, I would say, what, Chris Rock and... Dave Chappelle. You got to show me how. I don't know about that, but it is time for her to figure out how to get her stats up so she can command the type of money that she feels that she that's deserves. Well, yeah. Let's open up the that's phone lines. Let's do. talk Just about it. Simply show me Do a how. tour. Go on tour. Sell out some arenas. Show your there value you and your worth. There you get go. Get it up and then say, this is what I deserve. There 800-585-1051. Hit us up right now. Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Monique. Charlemagne just gave her donkey of the day. Now, she's kind of pissed off. She's of calling, yeah, she's calling for a boycott of Netflix claiming race and gender bias because she was offered a half a million dollars to mm-hmm. do a comedy special, and she feels like that was too low for her. Now, I, I, I don't know the numbers, but it's all about drawing power. It's about mm-hmm. what people want to see, who people want to come to see, and who people are going to watch. Now, no disrespect to Monique. I'm a comedy junkie. I go to I watch me and my wife go to all types of comedy shows. I haven't heard Monique in the tri-state area, and that's New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, in a long time. Nah, she was there, she was at the Apollo this weekend. Where she did? Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't even know. <laughs> but she was it, was, it was like one of those comedy lines with a lot of different people. There was like four or five people, if I'm not mistaken. I, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know the last time she sold out the garden. The last time she sold out she's the garden. She's never Barclays. sold out the garden. What you mean, last time? I, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know what she's worth. But to me, I can't boycott something when I, I really don't know her drawing power. Well, I feel like it's you got to know your own value. If you feel like, listen, that number was too low, it's an insult, you don't have to do business with them. And there's so many different avenues and places that you can release something if you feel like you're worth way more than that, then I say go for it. Or maybe she's doing the Apollo. She's doing the Apollo uh, for mothers. I don't freaking know. Anyway. Don't make things up, man. Yeah, she's not just making things uh, up. All I'm saying is, you know, uh, we understand Monique is a legend, but you're not, you're not just negotiating based off your old resume. You're based, you're, you're negotiating based off your current market value as well. Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, they are legends, but over the past three, four years, they've been on the road right. selling out theaters. Across the world. You know, both mm-hmm. of them have done, they hosted SNL. Chris Rock hosted the, what was it, the Oscars? Like, they, they, mm-hmm. they're showing that they're still in demand on top of being legends. And I'm sure that both of them had every network trying to bid on their specials. Therefore, you create a bidding war. You so know, Netflix had to cut that check. What would have been a great idea for her is to produce her own special, go on tour, just kind of like how Dave Chappelle did it. Like, he went on tour. He yes, just like Chris those, Rock those, did it. Those Dave Chappelle shows that he did that he sold on Netflix are old. Like, they're years. Some of them are years old. And that's the other thing we're not taking into consideration. We keep talking about the money Dave Chappelle got. Dave Chappelle put out four specials this year. Mm -hmm. Four. He dropped two at the beginning of the year and he dropped two over New Year's Eve. Four Mm -hmm. specials. Amy Schumer, 2016, she went on a world tour. A world tour. So Monique, what Monique should have did was go on tour, film her own special, produce it, and then package it and sell it after you already sold out all of these shows and got everything to where you needed to be as far as well, marketing see, and I everything. I also think this was a bullying tactic that went bad. I think this was, I'm going to say this out there, Netflix is going to come out, they don't want the bad press, and they're going to give me the money I want. And it didn't work out like no, that. No, it didn't work out like that. And we're acting like Netflix doesn't look at numbers. Like, I don't think Amy Schumer is funny at all. She actually has me blocked on Twitter because I've said she wasn't funny. But if you go look at her, World Tour in 2016, she sold out across the world. She had a number one movie with Trainwreck. She had a New York Times best-selling book. She had a TV show that's been on for like four or five seasons. She's red hot, white hot right now. Well, of course she's going to get that money. Jay, good morning. Hey, good morning. 
Do you think uh, Monique should get more money? Nah, man, I don't agree with that. I don't think she should get more money. Why? Because, you know, she ain't putting in the work, you know. There's people out there like Jay-Z that put in a lot of work. He's another one, Kevin Hart, you know. There's a lot of people. What Jay-Z got to do with that? Jay-Z doing comedy? <laughs> what did, huh? did Jay Z come, come out? No, I'm saying like for example, if they were to offer him like that type of money, that would be disrespectful. Okay, because we're not talking about Jay Z. We're talking about comedy here. That just got confusing. But just I'm comedians. Saying, like if they were to put him in the comedy like show or movie or something, you know, that'll still be a disrespectful number they're offering. You know. And, and Monique uh, has put in the work. She just hasn't done anything lately to warrant them giving her millions of dollars. Unless we just don't know. That's the whole thing. Maybe we don't know. Maybe there she's isn't... on the road. Maybe she's going going through the south. I don't know. No. He said no. No. Uh. All right. Well, 800-585-1051. So maybe she was right to complain. Maybe she said, you know, this 500000 is a slap in the face. Call us up right now. What do you think about Monique and them offering 500000 and them and her saying, let's boycott Netflix. Hit us up. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was G-Eazy with No Limit. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, Charlemagne gave Monique donkey of the day today. Yes, Monique got donkey of the day because she feels like she... Well, she's calling for a boycott of Netflix claiming race and gender bias because she was offered a half a million to do a comedy special. And she feels like that was too low. Now, let's be clear. Amy Schumer was offered $11 million to do hers, and she renegotiated, and she got $13 million, And she even herself said, look, I'm not saying I deserve to get what Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle get because they're legends, and I'm not on that level, but I feel I deserve more. And she <laughs> negotiated and got more money. I feel like Monique could have negotiated and gotten more money, or she could have said, you know what, I'm going to do this tour, I'm going to produce it myself, and then let's see, it, let me come back and see what y'all think after that. And you know what makes the negotiations better? When other people want you. Amy Schumer did a special on HBO before, so I'm, I'm sure HBO, after seeing everything that she accomplished in 2016, wanted to do another special with her. So I'm sure they had an offer. I'm sure Hulu had an offer and Amazon had an offer and all of these other content providers had offers. So that makes Netflix have to cut the mother freaking check. Right. Simple. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. It's Miranda from Jersey City. Now we're talking, Monique. What do you think? I think she should just take the money. I mean, wasn't she back all <laughs> out of Hollywood anyway? I mean, you kind of got to, like I, like I said, I agree with Charlamagne in this one where you got to be relevant in this industry. And right now she's not relevant. So take the money, make yourself relevant, get on some tours, then start demanding the money that you deserve. I mean, she is a queen of comedy. I don't take that away from her. But I mean, where have you been? Yeah, and by the way, I hate that word relevant because I feel like, you know, legends will always be relevant. But the truth is, this is a what are you doing for me right now kind of industry. Well, relevancy in what aspect? Yeah, relevant, but as far as bringing money, because this is a business at the end of the day. You can be relevant, but if you can't bring no business. Are you relevant enough to bring revenue? There you go. <laughs> you know what and I'm that, that's the perfect point. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Kat. Hey, Kat, what do you think about Monique? So I just want to know every time someone asks Monique to do something, she always has a problem with it. It's either undecorated, it's money, it's waste, it's everything. This is the reason why she can't get her numbers up. When are you going to take something? You got to start again somewhere. You already been blackballed from Hollywood. You're going to be blackballed from everything else. $500,000 is $500,000 more than you got. You should take the deal. Okay, thank you. But, but I will say, though, half a million dollars is probably not worth Monique's set. I'm sure Monique got an hour set that she does. And, you know, once you do a stand-up special, you got to go out and create a whole new hour. You know what I mean? So maybe $500,000 isn't worth her set because right, she, she probably makes more than that on the road every Correct, year. Right. So I'm not going to just give up my set for a half a million dollars. And what she might need to do, like a lady said earlier, is, you know what, I'm going to produce and record my own set. You know, produce it, edit it, and then make it best. And then, like you said, go to network to right. network and pitch it. Or more importantly, go back out on the road and do theater. That's the other thing we're not taking into play. Monique is doing comedy clubs. 
Amy Schumer doing theaters. Dave Chappelle's doing theaters. Chris Rock is doing theaters. Are you selling out theaters all around the world? Not comedy clubs. Theaters. It's a difference. But she could be doing a comedy club to be getting ready to sell out there. Because a lot true. of times that's how comedians practice their material. That is true. So they know what's going to work and what doesn't work so they could put together that special for the theaters. But if you're not ready right now and you feel like, I don't want half a million dollars, I want to make more, then go from those comedy clubs to those theaters, put together your special, and package it yourself. Could you she definitely out, have the power to do that. Could Monique sell out theaters around the world? Theaters? Um, Probably not. Around the world. How many theaters? 3,000. How big is Radio City? I think if she packs... No, Radio City bigger than that. I, I think packaged like correctly, she could. Like I if, doubt it. I, I think she could. I doubt Every it. night? I don't know. I if she it. had, If she had a good opener and a good host, just like everyone, I think she could. I doubt it. Not around the world. she could do it. No, but theaters are bigger than that. How big Radio City? Oh, like 6,000, 7,000 people. Yeah, I think so. Like, like I don't five, know. Six, seven, think about when you saw Chris Rock at the uh, Garden. Garden. That's like, what, 6,000, 7,000 people? That's about I don't think... I mean, I could be wrong. I just don't believe Monique can do that across the world, everywhere. These people Not are doing this everywhere. Right I don't know. <laughs> okay, hey, a good tour put together me, with man. her on it with some other people, I think it's potentially, yes. But then that's happen. not her. All right, well, we got rumors coming up. Yeah. Well, the moral yes, of the story. Let's do moral of the story first. I'm sorry. The moral of the story, I want to quote Bernard Hopkins. If you don't know your value, somebody will tell you your value, and it will probably be less than your worth. All right, yeah. Let's talk about these rumors. Yes, Cardi B, she comes to the defense of Offset. People are upset about him using the word queer in the song, and I'll tell you what she has to say. Also, we'll talk about somebody who is now being sued for sexual assault. What rapper's in trouble now? All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right. I haven't heard that song in forever. That's what it's called. It's called forever. That's when everybody, that's when uh, Drake took Big Sean's flow. That whole uh, last name ever, first name greatest, uh, going down, Nino. Yeah. Big Sean, Ben was doing that before that record. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, morning, everybody. It's The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Cardi B. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah, 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 nah. And shout out to our young guest, DJ Nick, who's in the studio with us today. He's observing. DJ Nick, what drop one of the clues bomb for DJ Nick. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're showing me some of the Brooklyn. spots he was DJing. Yeah, and he's looking a little jealous, a little nervous. Now he's getting it popping. I'm happy for him. <laughs> you, do, you do look like you got a little competition on your heels. <laughs> I've never seen Envy's party that lit. Competition's always great. You, you haven't been to my party in a long time. All right, now, um, Cardi B is defending Offset. That's because of some lyrics from the YFN Lucci song, Boss Life, where Offset says this. Hold out a gang in here. Y'all start to get no names in here. No. Bigger ain't close to club. Hold that case, spend on a private lil. Sixty case, I'll let tear. Sixty ball. I cannot buy with queers. Uh-uh. Right. Well, she's saying he didn't mean it in a way of gay people. He meant queer as far as, like, weirdos. That's not what he meant at all. Isn't that what the word queer means? Yeah. So he said it in the proper context. He said it in the proper context, but some people were offended. Mm-hmm. So here's what Cardi B had to say. And I called him, I'm like, yo, what the f*** is going on? Why would you use that word? He literally told me, I didn't even know that was a word for gays. Like, he just really told me, like, I didn't. And it has a different vocabulary on the dictionary. Now, if that's a word that you guys <laughs> said that is a bad word for gays, I never even heard that word in the first place. Why don't y'all educate people about it? A lot of people are not aware about what's wrong or right in the LGBT community. That is a fact, though. And I've been screaming that for years. Because it's LGBTQ now. Like, you can't be mad Correct. at somebody for what they don't know. I was listening to Oprah's Super Soul podcast this morning, and it was an old interview with Maya Angelou, and Maya Angelou said, when you know better, 
you do better. So you can't be upset with somebody when they don't do better if they don't know better. Yeah, so it's a teachable moment. Yes. You can say, right. okay, that sounds wrong because of this is what's going on in the world. And when you said that word and you said, I cannot vibe with queers, this is how we took it. We understand that that's not how you meant it, but just be more careful. And he used it in the proper context. Okay. Now, Too Short is being sued for sexual assault. There's a woman who is saying, her name is uh, Tina Tiana Lewis. She says that she met him in late 2015 and started working on music with him. By last year, she says uh, shortly after that, they did a track together. He started aggressively forcing himself on her. She said they were at a hotel in L.A. and he laid her on the bed, undressed her, and performed oral sex without her consent. And then he planned to just put the tip in. She said, no, please, no. And he did, however, continue. She said he then held her down and forced vaginal intercourse, causing her to bleed before he brutally sodomized her. So she said uh, he... She didn't want it, basically. And so she's she saying he raped him? Yes. Raped her? Yes. A, a lawsuit over these assaults. Now, he is saying that nothing wrong happened, and he has hundreds of text messages proving that everything was consensual. Yeah, I heard that some of those tech me- text messages basically are, are, are showing him, uh, them trying to extort him as well. Mm. Yeah. So we'll see what's in those messages I think at that's some po- point. I think some of those are supposed to come out today on TMZ, from what I heard. I don't know. Okay. All right, now let's talk about Drake. He put out uh, some new music, so people were really excited over the weekend. One of those songs, we had heard snippets of it before. Um, and the other one is Diplomatic Community. People are talking about this because he references losing J-Lo. Here's what he said. Tired of women that may tag me in pictures, airing my dirty laundry. Catering is from Giorgio Bardi, Robin's favorite. Shit is nice, but I prefer Madeo. Calamari rings in tomato. Got the sauce and now shorties keep claiming prego. Waking up at 6 p.m. like where does the day go? Forecasting tornadoes, brainstorming retaliation at dinner tables. 2010 was when I lost my halo. 2017 I lost a J Lo. Oh. Well, J-Lo's definitely lost now. You could forget that. Yep. And then, in addition, it seems like he's not a big fan of Joe Button, or I guess what was formerly Everyday Struggle. Here's what he said. This shit is complex like shorts against round tall ladies. I gotta watch who I'm talking to like it's all ages. I've seen budding careers turn to sit around and talk about other careers, judging their peers. Knowledge from niggas who did not contribute to none of this here. All right. Uh, I dig I dig both those records. I really like God's Plan. God's Plan is a dope record. But it amazes me that Drake can still cause this type of hysteria with music. When I he mean, drops records? I mean, you think about how long his run has been thus far. Right. And think about how many people whose sound has burned out from producers, whether it was back in the day with Timbaland and Pharrell or, you know, when Ja had his run or 50 had his run or DMX had their run, Nelly had his run. The fact that people still have not tired of Drake is unreal to me. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right. We're going to get them joints on during the mix as well. Revolt, we'll see you tomorrow. The People's Choice Mix is up next. Let's go.